Um, I want, today uh, is a great time of year. You know, some of you might be looking at this weekend and looking at the public holidays that we have here in Australia and uh, using it as an opportunity to have like a mini holiday. I know some people in my workplace are, you know, because there's public holidays, they can have extra, you know, because you only work in three days next week. That's great. Um, you know, we have Easter weekend this weekend, and then on Thursday we have Anzac Day where we remember the soldiers that fought in the World War so that we could live in the freedoms that we have today as Australians. But today I just want to stop for a minute. And I want you to have a think about the whole reason why we're here today. And that is Jesus. That is Jesus. We are here because of Jesus. And I'm just going to have a look at, uh, let me, this is way off my notes, but I just really felt to read this scripture. It's Isaiah 53, verse 5. And it says, But he was pierced for our rebellion, crushed for our sins. He was beaten so we could be whole. He was whipped so we could be healed. All of us like sheep have strayed away. We have left God's path to follow our own. Yet the Lord laid on him the sins of us all. That's pretty incredible, you know. We are, we've got to be so grateful for what Jesus has done. This is, this is Isaiah speaking many years before Jesus died on the cross. And if you read through the book of Isaiah, and as he's talking about um, Jesus, you actually find that leading up, the life that Jesus lived, actually, he actually lived and actually uh, fulfilled many of the prophecies that were prophesied in the Old Testament. So that proves that he is God. Um, so we need to remember Jesus. We need to remember Jesus today. Because that great sacrifice that he made, he made it so that we as Christians, we as believers, can live in the freedom that we have today. So that we can live in the freedoms that we have today. We need to remember that great love that God has shown towards us through the cross. Through the cross. And as Lisa said during communion, John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Everlasting life. I want to have a look, I want to have a look now at Romans because I want to, I want to uh, share some points out of Romans this morning. We're going to have a look at Romans verses, uh, chapter 5 and we're going to read from verses 6 to 11. Romans chapter 5, verses 6 to 11, it says, When we were utterly helpless, Christ came just at the right time and died for us sinners. Now most people would not be willing to die for an upright person, though someone might perhaps be willing to die for a person who's especially good. Verse 8, But God showed his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. And since we have been made right, with, uh, since we have been made right in God's sight by the blood of Christ, he will certainly save us from God's condemnation. For since our friendship with God was restored by the death of his son while we were still his enemies, we will certainly be saved through the life of his son. So, we, so now we can rejoice in the wonderful new relationship with God because of our Lord Jesus Christ. Because our Lord Jesus Christ has made us friends with God. How incredible is that? You know, Christ died for us while we were still sinners. And when we believe in him... When we believe in Christ, we are made right in God's sight. 
And because he has made us right in God's sight, and in the New King James in verse 9 it says, having now been justified, we will be saved from God's condemnation. That word justified, the easiest way to remember, I've heard this from many people, the easiest way to remember justified, the word justified, is just as if I'd never sinned. That's, that, 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 you know, that's pretty simple to remember. Just as if I've never sinned. How incredible is that? Through his death, through Jesus' death, our relationship with God was restored. And because of his life, we are saved. Through his life, we are saved. He has made us friends with God. He has made us friends with God. John 3 verse 17, which comes after John 3 16, says, For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but through him the world might be saved. How incredible is that? I don't know about you, but a lot of people that I've come in contact with think of God as an as a all-condemning God. But these passages of Scripture that I've read so far says otherwise. That God loved the world so much that he sent Jesus to come and die for us as a substitute for us. As a substitute for the sins that we have committed, Christ took on those sins so that we may have life and freedom today. I'm going to continue to read Romans chapter 5, verse 12. And in this chapter, from verses 12 to 21, it talks about the contrast between Adam and Christ. So let's have a read at verse 12. It says, When Adam sinned, sin entered the world. Adam's sin brought death, so death spread to everyone, for everyone sinned. Now, poor old Adam, you know, he gets the blame for all the sin that's in the world, you know. Uh, I kind of feel sorry for him because I don't think, I think if he had of, I think if he hadn't have listened to someone else along the line, this, this is just me, think, this is my way of thinking, I think down the track someone else would have, you know, sinned anyway. But, um, you know, poor old Adam gets the rap. And you could stand here and debate for hours, you know, oh, Adam listened to Eve, so it's Eve's fault or it's the serpent's fault. But, but because, of, because of Adam's disobedience, sin entered the world and death entered the world. Uh, and it spread to everyone because everyone sinned. Now let's keep reading. It said, yes, people sinned even before the law was given, but it was not counted as sin because there was not yet any law to break. Still, everyone died from the time of Adam to the time of Moses, even those who did not disobey an explicit commandment of God as Adam did. Now, Adam is a symbol, a representation of Christ who was yet to come. But there is a great difference between Adam's sin and God's gracious gift. For the sin of this one man, Adam, brought death to many, but even greater is God's wonderful grace and his gift of forgiveness to many through this other man, Jesus Christ. And the result of God's gracious gift is very different from the result of that one man's sin. For Adam's sin led to condemnation, but God's free gift leads to our being made right with God, even though we are guilty of many sins. Even though we are guilty of many sins, Christ has made us right with God. And in verse 17 of this passage, all who receive this gift will live in triumph over sin 
and death through Jesus Christ. We have to remember that it's through Jesus Christ that we are free from this condemnation that we deserved. Through Jesus Christ. You may be sitting here this morning and you might be thinking, I'm a good person. You know, I've never sinned. You know, you, know, uh, you might be thinking, you know, I'm a good person. I, I, I do this, 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 and that makes me a great person. But if you flick back a couple of chapters in Romans, Romans chapter 3, verses 23, it says, For everyone has sinned. And we all fall short of God's glorious standard. Everyone has sinned. Even good old Gladys down the road, you know. Uh, but, you know, I'm sorry if your name's Gladys. I was just the, that was just the name that I could think of. Um, I, I do apologise if your name is Gladys. <laughs> Let's keep reading in verses 24. <laughs> sorry, I've just totally lost track there. For everyone has sinned, and we all fall short of God's glorious standard. Verse 24. Yet God, in his grace, freely makes us right in his sight. He did this through Christ Jesus when he freed us from the penalty of our sins. For God presented Jesus as the sacrifice for sin. People are made right with God when they believe that Jesus sacrificed his life, shedding his blood. This sacrifice shows that God was being fair when he held back and did not punish those who sinned in times past. Again, I know it sounds like I'm repeating myself, but because of Jesus, because of what he has done on the cross, he has made us right with God. God has given us this great gift of eternal life through Jesus Christ. And because of Jesus, we do not have to allow sin to have a hold over us. We do not have to allow sin to have a hold over us because of what Jesus has done, because of that great gift that God has given us. We don't have to worry. We don't have to allow sin to have a hold on us. We are made right with God. We can now become a part of the family of God. How awesome is that? Because of Christ, we can now have the opportunity to be a part of the family of God. I want to turn to Galatians chapter 4. Galatians chapter 4, verses 4 to 7, reads, But when the right time came, God sent his son, born of a woman, subject to the law. God sent him to buy freedom for us who were slaves to the law, so that he could adopt us as his very own children. And because we are his children... God has sent the Spirit of His Son into our hearts, prompting us to call out, Abba, Father. Now, since you are no longer a slave, but God's own child, and since you are His child, God has made you His heir. How incredible is that? God has adopted us. If we accept Jesus into our heart, He has adopted us as his very own children. And we can call out to God. We can call out to God and we can say, Abba, Father, Heavenly Father, Daddy. He is our Heavenly Dad. And because we are his children, we can share 
We are heirs. We are heirs. We can share in all the promises that God has promised us because we are part of his family. Because we are part of his family. Through Jesus, you are a son, you are a daughter of the Most High God. You are a son and daughter of the Most High God. And because of Jesus, you are a new creation. You are a new new creation. You are no longer a slave to your sinful nature, but you are a child of the Most High God. You are a child of the Most High God. You know, you don't have to be perfect to come to Jesus this morning. All you need to do is acknowledge who he is and that the fact that you actually need him in your life. And I want to give you an example of someone who, you know, didn't have that chance to live a perfect life, but yet he still found Jesus. And I want to have a look at Luke chapter 23. Luke chapter 23. And this is when Jesus is being crucified. There's a lot going on around at the moment. He's being crucified. People are mocking him. The soldiers are mocking him. Everyone around him is mocking him. And there are two thieves hanging on the cross next to him. So we're going to take it up from uh, verses 35 of Luke chapter 23. And it says, The crowd watched and the leaders scoffed. He saved others, they said. Let him save himself. If he, re- if he is really God's Messiah, the chosen one. So he's, they're saying he saved others. So he should be able to save himself. The soldiers mocked him too by offering him a drink of sour wine. They called out to him, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. A sign was fastened above him with these words, This is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals hanging beside him scoffed, So you're the Messiah, are you? Prove it by saving yourself. And us too while you're at it. That's a pretty, uh, you know, I guess he sort of, you know, wanted to see who Jesus really was, but I think he was mocking him mostly. Let's have a look at verse 40. But the other criminal protested, Don't you fear God, even when you have been sentenced to die? We deserve to die for our crimes, but this man hasn't done anything wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus replied, I assure you today, you will be with me in paradise. You know, this criminal, you know, there was two criminals here. One was mocking and ridiculing ridiculing Jesus. The other one must have had a personal revelation while he was hanging on the cross and seeing all this stuff happening. He must have realized Jesus is actually saying who he says he is. He's actually who he says he is. He is the true son of God. He realized who Jesus was. This criminal also understood who he was. He actually understood who he was. The fact that he actually deserved to die for what he had done. He was a criminal. But then it is amazing. He is hanging there on the cross alongside Jesus. And he says, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. He didn't have time to go out and live a perfect life. 
He was on his deathbed. He was hanging on the cross alongside Jesus. But get this. Jesus' response to him was saying, I assure you today, you will be with me in paradise. It was because of this other criminal's response that he has now eternal, he is with Jesus in paradise. He wasn't perfect. He was a criminal. You may not be perfect, but Jesus wants to give you the opportunity today to come to know him. While there is still breath in your body, it is never too late to give your heart to Jesus. I want to give you an opportunity today to know Jesus and accept this gift that God is offering you. You can come to Jesus today as you are. You don't have to be perfect, as I shared with you earlier, with, that, with the criminal hanging on the cross. All you need to do is ask Jesus into your heart. You don't have to live a righteous life to get to know God. He is giving you the invitation today. He wants to take you as you are, as a sinner, as a broken person. And he wants to make you whole today. He wants to make you whole today. Romans 10 verses 9 to 10 says, If you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Verse 10, For it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God, and it is by opening, openly declaring your faith that you are saved. It is by open, openly declaring your faith that you are saved. It doesn't say, it doesn't say you have to do this, 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 and then I'll, and then I'll love you. Because as we read earlier and as Lisa shared in communion, God so loved the world that he gave his only son. Romans 5, when I read earlier, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. He didn't die for a righteous person. He died for us sinners so that we could have life. Romans 10 verses 13 says, For everyone, for everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. How incredible is that? You know, this morning, I just want everyone to bow their heads and close their eyes. And I don't, I don't know where each and every one of you are at this morning. I don't, I don't know what your relationship with God is like. I don't know whether you've been a Christian for many years or whether you don't know God at all. Or whether you've heard of God but don't sort of you know, believe in Him. I want to give you the opportunity this morning to give your heart to Jesus. And so today, if that's you, if you really feel God drawing you to him this morning, I want you to raise your hand where you're at. I want you to raise your hand this morning. There's nobody else looking around. Mighty God. I also want to uh, pray for another group of people this morning. 
And that group of people is, you know, you may have known Jesus in the past, but you've allowed circumstances in life to to pull you away from God. I want to give you the opportunity this morning to just rededicate your heart to the Lord. So if that's you, I want you to raise your hand where you're at. Thank you, Lord. Mighty God. Mighty God. Precious Jesus. Precious Jesus. Let's not forget, church, let's not forget the importance of the cross. Let's not forget the gift that God has given us through his son, Jesus. He loves you no matter who you are, no matter what you've done. He died for us while we were still sinners so that we can have life in him. Let's stand. Let's worship this morning. Thank you, Lord.